and welcome everyone to the Chelsea Australia podcast, episode 11. I'm your host, Ilario Finnis, and with, uh, with me are my co-hosts, Jason Cavey. Evening all. Luke. Evening everyone. It's episode 12, by the way. Sorry, it's episode 12. Sorry, you, you corrected me about that earlier and I still went and got it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a uh, special guest joining us from the uh, Chelsea fancast, uh, Dan Silver. Hey, good. Well, good morning, good afternoon. It's a good night, actually. It's ten. It, it's a. It's not. It's nine p.m. over here. So, yeah, I've just come back from New York, so my timing is all over the place. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think we're. I think we're officially in four different time zones right now. Oh, I we are. Like, anyway. Oh no, we are too, because <laughs> we're, we're we're in three different ones within Australia as it is, and then your one. Yeah. So, <laughs> setting like a record. It could well be. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> ah, so we uh we've uh, had the international break. Well, you know, England's gone and done their normal stuff or whatever. Um, and, you know, as for quite, a, you mean, I, but you mean you mean beating Scotland? That's that's pretty normal. Oh well, I, I was talking about challenges you actually had. I didn't realise that was one. Anyway, um, <laughs> as for Liqu- as legs got destroyed by uh, Vardy, but you know he'll be all right because he's a man. He got up and walked it off because he's a man. Um, <laughs> and we'll look for. And so we're back this week, and we have got Middlesbrough. So straight into it, uh, Luke. How do you think we're going to go against the boys from the northeast? Uh, it, it, well, this one, if, I, I, funnily enough, I think it's a it's a must win game. And I, I, I had a look at the history of the, the fixture just for just for shits and giggles and. Because um, it's been a long time since we played them, really, hasn't it? Like yep. 2007, I was there, and that was when was that Alex what... scored the screamer. And is that when Viduka scored? No, that was no earlier than that. No, no, no two 0 Maluda scored. Uh, oh, the other one. Sweet. So, yeah. Yeah. God, it's um, been. Did we, beat, did we beat them like five 0 or something away? Christ. <laughs> Stato, when you haven't got this right, then we know we're in trouble. Yeah, anyway, I'm pretty sure we beat we beat them five 0 over there last time we played them. At, at it the could have been last time we played them. Yeah, it's been it's been six, it's been eight years. So, um, and we don't actually have a good record there. So, um, oh, I, you know, the way we're playing before the break, uh, well, going by the averages in this one, going to be six <laughs> 0 <laughs> Don't start um, that now. But you know, yeah. No, I, I know you know me. I I, I can't get be positive. So um, yeah, I think yeah, I think Negredo up front on his own is gonna really sh- sort of struggle against our back three or back five at times. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, this should be a routine win. But, you know, it's, it's it's one of those Chelsea. Slip ups here and there. So it's what, yeah, it's one of those. We have a we have that record in the northeast, kind of like we did under, uh, kind of like we do with Jose and up at Newcastle, right? Anyway, um, yeah, and every every game against Villa that I remember as a kid. So. Uh, don't start me on games <laughs> against freaking Villa for Christ's sakes. <laughs> uh, so Jason, anything anything else will play out, mate? Yeah, I think um, it's gonna be interesting to see. Obviously. We've lost a little bit of momentum with the international break, as we said. Um, I think I can see it being not not quite as quite as uh, routine as as it's been the last couple of weeks, but I can see us, uh, you know, 
grinding out a two 0 win, I reckon, for me. Okay, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're a good side. They're well organised. They've had some good results, like at Man City and Arsenal. But I think we'll probably end up with a three-one. I think we'll let a goal in. But I think we'll win three-one. I don't think again there's any momentum, and I think it'll be a comfortable win because uh, Negredo is a donkey. Um, <laughs> he's not the Negredo at Man City a few years ago. I think. Yeah. I just think we're just there's something about us at the moment. The last sort of five five games, which is been phenomenal and Everton was probably one of the best games I've seen in 30 years and complete perfection and I think we're going to carry on and we're going to get a, you know keep winning I will, uh, I'll uh, so I say 3-1 okay well I'm going to echo, echo oh, this sorry yeah I was going to say Dan what was the reaction back home to, to the game against Everton obviously we, we know what we think of it here but what, what, what what's the neutral press saying um it's quite weird because we've got so much positivity because the press here normally hound us and criticise us but everyone would say what a great performance it was um, John Motson who's yeah, one we... of the you know, you know him like, he was like the Richie Benno of the football world he said one of the best performances he's seen and he's been commentating for 50 years I mean it, it was a complete performance even as a neutral because I went with a friend he was a neutral fan and he said it was one of the best games he's seen from any team he said it was just absolutely brilliant and it was a pleasure to be there. And all the media gave us very high praise, which is very rare. Are they, are they sure they're aware that we're still Chelsea, right? Like, they actually are aware of this, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know, it's weird. I'm sure, you know, we're, we're not Barcelona, we're definitely Chelsea. I think the difference is we've got a, a manager now who's, you know, got a bit of class about him. He's not argumentative, he's not picking fights with people. And people like that, the fact that he's, he's classy, he's nice... There's something about him. He's quite humble, whereas you know Joseph, all his you know wonderful talents, he was very argumentative. Was always looking to pick fights, and you know therefore the media would you know attack us and you know be quite negative. It's you know the me- the media are coming around to liking us, I believe, which is rare. But... Jeez, I don't... It's, it's 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 a good contrast to. I mean, under Carlo, we were pretty well. I mean, it's hard to hate him, but they still did find a reason to like us I guess because we were winning I suppose I, yeah it's funny it's funny the difference between the two I've, no, I've, to- I've told you I've told you boys before Chelsea needs Italians alright that's what needs to happen <laughs> Chelsea needs Italians alright no. they, they were the they were the catalyst weren't they when um, yep. Zola Di Matteo Diali they yep. were the catalyst for our success from 97 so yeah no, that's uh, Long live Italians. Well, that's that's the whole reason I started following the club <laughs> is because Dimatteo moving from Lazio to Chelsea. So there we are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, a Lazio person. And anyway, proves we weren't formed in 2004 as well. Yes, <laughs> I've been reminded about this plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Any, um, but like I said, uh, sorry, just on myself, I also think we're going to win at Middlesbrough. I think it's actually going to be two new us as well. And uh, yeah. So, um, Dan, you are actually a part of the Chelsea Supporters Trust. Uh, I am indeed, yeah. I'm just my first couple of months on board, and I'm purely acting as the overseas representative because um, I'm a firm believer that we're all the Chelsea family, and whether you're in Battersea or Brisbane, you're all fans, you all deserve a voice. So my, my role is to sort of liaise with our multiple overseas fans groups, find out what they need from the club because there's ticketing issues, merchandise, anything connected with Chelsea. I'd like you guys to communicate with me, 
tell me what you need. We have monthly meetings with the whole board. We revert to club. We had a meeting after West Ham game um, with uh, club secretary Bruce Buck and a couple other people to discuss all things related to the West Ham game. So we, our voice is heard, but I need to hear from you know all our Aussie supporters what they need when they come over. Anything Chelsea related to get in touch with me. I'm going to be there. I'm going to fight your corner and do all I can to, to put your point across to the board. Okay. So, you know, I'm aware of, you know, the, the Chelsea family is worldwide now and everyone deserves to be heard and have a, a, a chance to, you know, where possible 10 games, especially for the guys that live, you know, so far away. There needs to be some sort of, you know, ease of getting tickets because you're planning a whole trip around a Chelsea match or something like that. You won't be able to get a ticket because it might just be a once in a lifetime opportunity. See? Um so where can they where, where can they contact you to uh pass over um, well my my email is um dansilver.chelsea at gmail.com if they email me there or they want to have a Skype conversation whatever they need to do uh, you know just to email me and I'll be in touch I'm very proactive for them so just get in touch and let's talk you know I'm, I want to do all I can it's, you know, it's, it's it's a slow process but I will do all I can I just need to know what you guys want, what you need. You know, if you're coming over for a Swansea match, let me know. You know let's talk about getting tickets arranged. Mm. I mean, I mean what, what's your kind of feedback from your sort of meetings when you? A lot, a lot of them would be, a lot of them from what I've gathered is ticketing stuff that a lot of people that want to go over want to get tickets. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that's 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 from me. I mean, otherwise, me personally, if I could just buy it off the Chelsea shop and not the Chelsea mega store, that'd be great. Because I'm 24 stone and Asian sizes don't fit. Can can yeah? Can I just say, I, um, Brisbane have been an affiliate member of the Supporters Trust for three years now. Um, yeah. Since Tom, since Tom and I took over, and um, I the, the the help we've got from I mean. Before Dan, Tim, Tim was an absolute lifeline for us at times, like just dealing with the little things. So the difference between, I guess to explain to everyone, the difference between, well, from our, our experience, the difference between the supporters trust and the supporters forum that the club arranged is that a lot, a lot of the, like, the forum do do some good things, but they are club driven and the agenda is, you know, it's, it's the, the club's agenda is, is, is the main focus and, you know, the members are vetted by the club. Um, and personally, I mean, our representative on the, on, the, on the Chelsea Forum is someone that's in Europe. And for us, I mean, I've, and I've spoken to, to Beth in the US in great length around, you know, the sort of stuff. And, and, you know, we're in a similar position where we're outside of Europe and we're meeting quotas and, and things like that that, you know, are, are a bit insane for, for a, a supporters club who, you know, and we're probably even more unique than those guys because, you know, we, some of our guys, like for me, uh, to get back to the UK, it's, it's every four years, for four, five years. Yeah. And, and it's 24 hours flight time. And, you know, so um, I, I, do, I do think there's some things that we, we, we need to address. But, I mean, it's it's... It's Chelsea, and it's we all know. Um, but yeah, so I mean, understand. Look, uh, Brisbane are signed up as a club, but I'm signed up as an affiliate. It's only five yeah. five pounds. So sign up, 
I can't, I can't stress the, 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 the good stuff. I mean, you do get a little token gift, but it's not about that. It's, you know, you do participate in surveys for the, for the, um, which are actually fed back to the club. And I know, and I, and I did listen to the uh, SGM. Um, I know the club actually do pay attention to those surveys and it's probably the most, um, most thorough survey that of support uh, Chelsea supporters that's done. Like the club, the yeah. club cannot reach the level of supporters that we can. Uh, that supporters trust can. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and the greater the, yeah. the greater the you know the members, the more response we get to survey, the more credence it has. So if we if we could get you know drive up membership, more surveys filled in, the club pays more attention because the, the, the greater say the greater numbers. Then it's it's a very good demographic for Chelsea because it, cover, it covers worldwide and obviously they're you know they're all about the brand Chelsea from you know here to Asia and all around the world. So if we can say that you know, we've got you know X percent from Australia, X percent from America, it's it's it is a unique snapshot of the Chelsea worldwide fan base. So you know your voice is so important. You know, just you know we drive a hundred members, there's a hundred more voices to be heard. So let's you know for five pounds, let's you know, get on board, join up. And let's just keep just keep communicating and make things easy as possible. Because I know you guys, you probably come further than anyone to watch Chelsea. I want to make sure that when you come over, you're going to have the, you know, the best time. Because you say once every four years, you want to absolutely have the best time, have a good seat, not have a restricted view, be able to get to make a store and just have just have an absolutely brilliant you know, experience at Stanford Bridge. And that's why I'm here to help facilitate that for you guys. Indeed. Um... By the way, eight pound, uh, five, five pounds is eight dollars thirty-five. So no whinging, all right. That's the price of a beer. <laughs> you can afford that. Um, uh, that's the price of it. That's the price of it. Price of a beer. Where? It's half, half a pint in the pig and whistle. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, price. <laughs> that's a pint of singer at the ground. I'm an, I'm an Italian. I drink spirits. All right. I don't know what beer looks like. Mm. <laughs> it's wine or spirits. Hey, hey, yeah. <laughs> Hey Dan, have you ever have you had a chance um, to catch up with Paul Cannaville and talk about his uh, trip when he came out here? <laughs> I haven't seen Paul yet. No, no I've, I've, um, I've, I've heard I've heard stories and rumours, but that's been confirmed by the great man himself. Oh yeah, there's some stories and rumours. Ask him, ask him about Gary from Adelaide. <laughs> okay, I will. I put. I might see him with the. Um, I'll probably see him at the Spurs match possibly. So I'll say, ask him. About okay. Gary in Adelaide. I'll try, try FaceTime, get his face, see what he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to text him after the show, actually, to find out. <laughs> yeah, Gary the Butcher is what you want to put him as. Gary the Butcher in Adelaide. <laughs> see the response. Okay. Right. See the response. <laughs> um, otherwise, was it, was it lots, of bless- lots of blessings? Uh, yeah, yeah, lots of, uh, let's say that Gary mistook Paul for the uh, wrong black player and asked him to sign a Clive Walker, <laughs> asked him to sli- sign a Clive Walker picture. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I could see, I could see the resemblance. Wow. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, I, I'm, I'm never, I'm not going to lie, I've never been so embarrassed in my life for <laughs> someone else. It was pretty oh funny, <laughs> but um, in Adelaide, yeah. But but else. but otherwise, it, look. It, honestly, Paul's time down here was was great, great time. I I was I saw him over in Mel. We had him over here in Melbourne. Yeah, it was a great time. So he, he, he's a good lad. Canada's this lovely guy. Indeed, he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, you know, you can tell he still loves the club after all these years, and he, he, I think okay. he's got it. He's in. He's sorted out now. I think. Um, 
in his hospitality job. I think he's loving that as well. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You see him walking around like you know, proud as a peacock, and you know, all the fans love him because he's forever hugging, signing autographs. It is. It was. It was. A, you know, great player for Chelsea, and he's he's a really really lovely guy as well. Ah, uh, Sheffield wins there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Four four. Screaming around my bedroom. Bloody Doug Ruby. Dad, Dad, it's four three. He's like, no, it's not. I said, yes, it's four three. And then big old Doug. Can I swear or not? Yeah, but please, yeah. please. Doug Ruby fucks it up. I was going to say, can you swear? You should ask uh, Dan Levine. Listen to our show post Arsenal. And I think I dropped uh, about 150 F-bombs and about 15 C-bombs. So, yeah, go ahead, mate. Swear okay, yeah. Swear ahead. Doug fucked it up. Yes, he did. Yes. <laughs> but, I say, this is the Australia, the Australia version, so... Yeah. I think okay. swear, swearing's almost a... Uh, yeah. It's like, point. yeah it's Kevin a... Bloody Wilson swearing. <laughs> oh, yeah, most certainly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, Standard Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was gonna say, Alaria swears all the time. <laughs> he can't help. He Dan, can't... Dan, yeah, Dan, Dan, were you? Uh, did you go to the West Ham Cup game a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, I did. It was. Um, what was I was there. What was, what was your it thoughts was, on that? It was probably the worst away game I've been to in terms of everything. Getting to the ground, uh, being in the stadium, being about four hundred foot from the pitch, the atmosphere just—it was just horrible. It's, it's not a football stadium, that's the issue, because I was there for the Olympics, and when you've got everyone together for a really happy event, it's a great stadium, but when there's so much tribal rivalry, it's, it just doesn't, it's not a football stadium, it's, it's just, oh, I don't know, I was there on the, for the CST um, as a watching brief to see how they dealt with people getting in and out of the ground, and about 15 minutes before kickoff, we're told to go in, because a whole lot of uh, uh, West Ham mob turned up with their faces covered looking for trouble. Um, I, I really hated it. I've been to a lot of away games. I've even been to Liverpool, and Liverpool's better. So that kind of tells you how bad it is. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. It's better than Scouse Land. You're, you're so far, so so far from the pitch. It's ridiculous. I just stewards aren't trained stewards for football matches. They're not going to get you know their head kicked in for minimum wage. Um, there's very little police presence until people started throwing coins. So the, the, the whole thing, generally in the UK, has been very negative because the deal West Ham have got is ridiculous in terms of the financial implications to them. The segregation is non-existent. And it's, it, I won't be going to the away game in March, that's for sure. Okay. Do you, think, that, do you think they'll be allowed to continue there? Or I think they will because they've got, they've got no alternative. That's the problem because they're starting to develop... Um, the old grounds that they will stay there whether they have to you know make changes to the ground I don't know because Spurs were going to buy it and knock it down and build a new stadium but in the end they will see building next to White Hart Lane I think there'll be if there's more trouble there could well be an inquiry from local government they, they need to do proper segregation and get the police involved because the biggest problem is the police um, radio system doesn't work in the stadium at the moment. That's why there's not a huge amount of police presence. So wait, wait, something needs to be rectified as well. Wait, wait a second. How does that work? Wouldn't they? Wouldn't the police radio have to work for the Olympics? What? So it worked for that, but doesn't work for the football? Or I don't know exactly what's going on because I think base weapon days after the Olympics, they completely stripped the stadium for everything, all ah. the electrics, everything else. So it went back to just being a shell. Right there we so are. I was talking. 
I was talking to stadium manager who runs it, not for West Ham, but for the company that owns the stadium. Mm-hmm. And he's worked at Wembley, Twickenham, dealt with 90,000, 100,000 crowds and said to me, this is not a fit for purpose football stadium as in its current status. Stick a music concert in, it's perfect, but it's not a football stadium. And he's dealt with, you know, five nations, six nations, you know, 90,000 at Wembley for cup finals. So he does know what he's talking about. Indeed, told you they should have. Told you they should have gone. Told you they should have gave the ground to Leighton Orient. Um, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Just, just, just <laughs> lower tier. Also, they probably would have had to deal with the same kicked, issues. Like, yeah. Also, when they get kicked yeah. out, they can go and ground share with them. <laughs> yeah. they, can go, they, can go, they can go ground share of Brisbane Road or whatever, whatever it's called. Brisbane Road. <laughs> and it wasn't. And it wasn't a sellout. There's a lot of empty seats because we were singing. They're here, empty seats every fucking where. Yeah. There's so many empty seats. You think it's a London derby in the cup, and you can't sell out. It's, yeah, embarrassing. Well. Not uh, good, but that's West Ham's problem, not ours. We're running, we're, yeah, exactly. we're, we're going smoothly, so that's what we like to hear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, exactly. Dan, I, Dan, do you think we're, we're, we asked the question amongst ourselves last week, but do, do you think we're title challenges, or is it too early? To... Uh, I think we've got a very good chance. I think we've had a, you know, we start the season a little bit slowly. I think Conte, rather than coming in and, throwing his toys out of pounds saying this is how we're going to play he had a watching brief to the team after Arsenal he said right let's make some changes we've got one game a week between now and the end of the season we've got a very very good chance of winning it us and Liverpool I think because City seem to be despite their which is inconsistent Arsenal will shit the bed as they always do Spurs can't seem to get it together so I think as long as we don't have a massive catastrophe I think we're definitely going to be there or thereabouts top, top four is a definite possibility he, he did it in his first year Juventus came in and I think after five games he went the whole season without losing a game so uh, we're, we're almost unplayable at this stage yeah, yeah. I mean I, I, I think I said it last week if, if we can finish above Man City I think we're we're the champions um, yeah I, I don't think Liverpool and Arsenal have, have got it in them I don't think they've got it got it mentally um, I don't think they've got the. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to. Well, Arsenal won't. Arsenal won't under Wenger, and I think Liverpool's biggest issue is the amount of energy they have to each game, where they can last until May at that level. Um, if they get Coutinho injured, who they're going to bring in? I mean, you've got Sitnev Sturridge. That's about it. But he's, he's. I don't like him. And Arsenal will shit the bed come February. They'd be out the Champions League to Barcelona. And then have a rally and come above Spurs and celebrate like it's a title. <laughs> yeah, that's good that you're upholding the values of the podcast. As it is, uh, <laughs> it's almost mandatory at this point to have a go at Arsenal everywhere. We have had a dig at Arsenal. We have had a dig at Arsenal every single. We lost three 0 and still took a dig. I don't give a fuck. I hate those pricks. <laughs> so do I. I hate, I hate. I hate. I got three hates: Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs. I hate them with a passion. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, 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 I'll say the same, but throw in Leeds and Roma because I'm a Lazio fan. So fuck Roma. Um, <laughs> can't resist. I hate them. All right, I have to put it in there. Anyway, um, thank you for. Uh, that, that's the good thing about being a Chelsea fan, though, isn't it? it just there's so many people to hate. Yep. Yeah. One love is Chelsea. <laughs> yep. Uh, so uh, thank you for uh, joining us, Dan. No, my pleasure. Anytime. It's been, it's been great to um, you guys. So, so you, I say, listen, 
tell you, tell you guys in Australia, doesn't matter how far away you are from home, your Chelsea family, email me, dansilver.chelsea.gmail.com. Uh, let's, you know, let's see you guys over for a beer at some point. Indeed. Or whiskey, whatever it's drink. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you have a Twitter page they can follow as well, if they wish to? Yeah, um, yeah. I put, it's, it's quite 18 rated, but it's dansilves73, uh, <laughs> at dansilves73, D-A-N-S-I-L-V-S-73. Okay, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I will uh, put that, I'll put those to the, your email and that as a link on the show, so they can, they can, grab, they can grab that. So thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you for joining us. Uh, enjoy, enjoy going back to empl- your employment. <laughs> uh, so excited. Only 400 more emails to go through. Uh, <laughs> sounds like fun. Have you been on holidays in New York or just? Uh, uh, business, and I had two days, mm. two days holiday, so um, I've, had, I've had no sleep for two nights, so. I'm not actually awake, which is good. So, those you didn't catch up with those New York Blues, did you? <laughs> no, unfortunately, there's, no. Um, there's oh, no game, unfortunately, because I was, I was always. I tell you, those, oh. if you ever go to Chicago, those those boys know how to have a good time. Uh, so the New York Blues, I know they can drink some. I've been, oh, been there a few times. Oh no, oh, Chicago word. boys will put them to shame. Brian and his gang of Chicago. <laughs> They'll, they'll look, if you ever go to Chicago, those boys will look after you. <laughs> oh. it's, on the, it's on the list now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just circled Chicago. And ask, you, when you go there, you have to drink a shot of something called Malort. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> Sounds dangerous. Yeah, Sounds dangerous. Like, <laughs> it is. Is this, it's one, is, it, is this one of those zombie drink things that just fucking floor you? <laughs> this is going to be one of those. Yeah, like, basically, we had this bar. And they ordered four shots, one Malort, three Vegas bombs. The waitress goes, you're not from Chicago, are you? went, no, this Malort is disgusting. <laughs> and it, well, bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's, called the, it's, called the Malort, it's called the Malort face, because when you drink it, it's like you're sucking lemons. So it's like, <laughs> oh, I, right. I, I, I look forward Roger. to this. No, <laughs> uh, I look forward to this. <laughs> oh Christ! Ah, so like I said, uh, thank you for thank you for joining us, Dan. Uh, for anyone that wants, my to pleasure. Listen, yes, for anyone that listen, wants to listen to the podcast, of course you can get us on iTunes, Chelsea Australia Podcast. You can get us on Player FM if you don't if you're not an Apple Apple products person. Uh, Chelsea Australia Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Chelsea Oz Pod. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Thank you for joining us, Luke. Yeah, good night. Up the chills. And no more international football. If, well, at least till March. You got till March. Uh, yeah, thank, till March, yeah. Th- thanks. Uh, thank you for joining us, Jason. Evening, lads. Have a good one. And like I said, once again, thank you for joining us, Dan. And we will catch My you. My pleasure, guys. Nice chatting. Uh, see you, everyone. And we'll catch you next week. And come the chills. Chelsea! Chelsea!